BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, Freckled Foodie fam. I am excited to chat today. Um, Full disclosure, I honestly have not been good at preparing or scheduling or organizing or anything when it comes to these solo episodes. So today's episode, I have no plan. Um... This weekend was mayhem, so I didn't get a chance to record, which is when I usually record solo episodes, and now it's Monday, and this is coming out on Wednesday, so we are just going to go with the flow. I do, I think I know where I want to go with this. The direction is Liam's birthday party. I'm going to unpack the whole thing because I know I posted like a few photos from it um, this morning, but I did not touch my phone the entire time, so I did not can like get any content and which I also want to talk about and other people who were taking photos like obviously they're not trying to hide his face so there's not much for me to share so I want to go through everything what we did how it went how I feel reflecting on the fact that I have a fucking one-year-old like what the hell and fun stuff so let's let's chat about the birthday boy and people are probably like we fucking get it your kid is one well you know what here we are because you can never celebrate life too much. Come on in, take a seat, pour a drink, pass one to me. Frickle food, and friends, talking about life sides and ends. Throw away your hesitations, have a filter conversations. If you've got an ear to lend, here's Frickle food, and friends. So let's start, I guess, with the reflection of everything. I cannot believe that I have a one-year-old. Like, honestly, where the fuck is time gone? It feels like it's really confusing, and I'm sure many people agree whether – I'm sure many people can relate to this, whether they're a parent or not. Honestly, if you think about it, kind of like COVID times, I feel this way. It feels like it was yesterday – that I gave birth. Like I remember so vividly the feelings of being in the hospital and all of that and the really sleepless nights at home and just all of those things feel honestly like they were yesterday and so fresh. However, it feels like I can never I can never remember what life was without him. That's where it's confusing to me because I cannot fathom what life was before he was here. Like that feels so foreign. And honestly, not that I'm relating this to COVID, but it kind of feels not the same. But if you think about COVID, like it feels 
so fresh, that March 2020 period where everything was starting, right? But then it feels so foreign to me to think of Joe being in an office five days a week. And I know not everyone is still working from home, but that's kind of how I would relate it if you're not a parent. Like that time warp just seems so fucking confusing. And that's how I feel with Liam because I cannot remember what it was like not having him, not cuddling with him, not worrying about him, not having 10,000 things to do. I can't remember what that felt like, but I also feel like I just gave birth. So the time aspect of things is really confusing. I just got out of therapy. We did, in fact, switch days because I was really sick of having it. Oh, hello, Charlie. Um, I didn't like my time slot being at the end of the afternoons. So now we're early mornings on Mondays. Great way to start my week. But she was asking how I felt emotionally. And it's not this feeling of like, my baby's grown. I don't feel that at all because I don't miss the early stage. Like I am so obsessed with this stage right now. I want to spend every moment with him. It's actually a little bit of a struggle that I'll get into, but I just am obsessed with him right now. He is so fun. Like he is so happy, so smiley, like just so even keeled, chill, wants to play, such a joyous baby. And he's in on the joke. I know I say that all the time, but people who know him, when I say that, they're like, you're right. Like that, he is in on the joke. He gets it. He just gets it and he gets me. And he's just so much fun. Like I just have so much fun with him. And no part of me misses the early stages at all. So I don't feel this nostalgia whatsoever for the past. In a weird way, I almost feel a nostalgia for the present. Even though it hasn't passed yet, I just know that I'm living like in the good days. Like right now is a very peak moment for us. And obviously there will be more peaks further down the road. But right now I just know that these are the times that I'm going to look back on and be like, wow, life was fucking awesome. That ruled. And I'm so happy that we're in this phase like and that I know that I also think it's remarkable that I'm finally able to kind of be present in the sense of acknowledging that and trying to soak it all in as much as possible Um, but the only like big emotion I feel around this birthday is I don't want time to move so fast where we're out of this spot. And I know that like everyone says it just keeps getting better. And look, I believe them because it's only gotten better. Like when that kid can come up to me and talk, goodbye. I'm deceased. I'm going to fucking die when he's like, mom, I love you. It it literally makes my insides want to, I don't know, jump out of my body. Like that thought process of that happening. So I totally know that more amazing stuff is to come. But I also just really love where we're at right now. So I do not feel at all this nostalgia for the early stage or that my baby's so grown up, but it's more like, okay, I really like where we're at. Can we hit pause for a quick sec? Um, I just, I feel really happy. Like, I, and so many of you were DMing me being like, you look so happy. I've been following you for so long. I've never seen you like this. People in my life are saying the same thing. And you're not wrong. I am just really fucking happy and I'm really happy to be here. And I'm, (laughs) why am I crying? Like what is up with me lately? 
I cried in a TikTok the other day because I was talking about how much I love Liam and like how wonderful these past four months have been. And if you're someone that's like so far removed from the concept of crying happy tears, I was like you. And I don't know what switched, but evidently I cry a lot right now out of happiness. And I guess I'm here for it. Um, Okay, so let's regroup, Cam, get your shit together, and let's dive into this weekend. Leading up to his birthday, we we always knew that Joe's sister, Kate, was going to graduate on his birthday. Like, Obviously, we had that date for a very long time. So we knew that that was going to be his actual birthday. Part of me was like, oh, that kind of sucks. Not that it's anyone's fault at all. No one can schedule that. Um, but then the other part of me was like, but it's really cool that she's graduating from Lafayette. So that way I can like experience Lafayette with him on his first birthday. Like what is life? That's so wild. And if you're like, why does that matter? I went to Lafayette, um, but also my grandfather, my mom, her two sisters, my father, my sister, and my two cousins. So it's a big family school for us. And it just means a lot. I, I can't really describe why it's such a big deal in our family but it definitely stems from the fact that our grandfather who like may he rest in peace I don't I hated the way that sounded um he's not with us anymore but he is the greatest man that has ever walked this planet and he just had such a deep profound love for the school and it just lived within all of us and whatever it it just means a lot to us and the fact that Liam I swear to God, is my papa reincarnated? And it is an ongoing thing that my family talks about. Not only do they look very similar, um, but he is very similarly mannered. And I get if you are like, why are you talking about this one-year-old like he's an adult? Liam, he is. Like he is such an old spirit. This probably sounds so weird to people who haven't met him, but I re- I, I can't explain it. Anyway, he is papa reincarnated. We're pretty sure. So to be able to bring him to Papa's favorite place on his first birthday, it all just seemed so serendipitous. And Liam's middle name is Oaks, which is my grandfather's last name, which is also my middle name. And we got to bring him to Oaks Stadium, which is a soccer stadium there that's named in honor of my grandfather. They named it in honor of him while he was still alive. Um, And then when he passed, they put a statue at the spot that he used to like stand for every game. So we got to bring Liam there On his actual birthday, my mom, Megan, and I, our babysitter came with us. I'll get into that in a second. And we all brought him there and like took photos and Liam was like reaching out for the statue and kissing it. And it was just so full circle life amazing. So we always knew that we were going to be at Lafayette for his birthday weekend and we wanted to have a party. Going into like the concept of the party, we look, a one-year-old's party is for the adults. Like, who are we kidding? They're one. They have no fucking idea what's happening. I totally get that as they're older, like, sure, the party becomes about them. But at this age, he does not know what's going on. As long as they're – just put any food in front of him and the kid is happy and a basketball. So we were thinking, okay, like, where do we want to do the party? The places in New York City, if you're thinking, like, adults, okay, that's bars or restaurants, whatever, so expensive to rent out. And if we wanted to do outdoor space, you would either have to rent it, which is also very expensive, or do like a park and just pray for good weather. But that wasn't something I wanted to worry about. Also, like, thank God, because it was 100 degrees this past weekend. So we decided on our apartment, which was 
something I was a little nervous about just because we ended up inviting so many people and was it stuffed and crowded and hot as fuck because we don't have central air? Yeah, it was. But it was also amazing. And I'm going to get into the party. I just want to keep going on the weekend first. I'm trying to be time, like uh, go in order. But also, if you listen to these shows, my solo podcast must be like how I voice note my friends. It is ADD central. This is when you really see the way that my brain works. So welcome to the ADD show. Um, and yes, I, I have been diagnosed. I've just decided not to be medicated for most of my life with the exception of like a week. Um, all right, back to the party or back to his birthday. Good Lord. People who listen to this are probably like having conniptions. I'm sorry. We woke up on his birthday and we were staying at a hotel and like this was where, I don't know, I, it's not that I was upset at all. It's just, I felt like it was this big monumental moment and we weren't like in our space. The hotel bed was wildly uncomfortable. So Joe and I literally didn't sleep. It was like one of those concave beds that he kept like rolling into the center and like on me and we don't like to touch when we're sleeping because I run 10,000 degrees. But then when he'd roll over to the other side, it was like the loudest creaky sound. So we were both waking up every 30 minutes. So I was just, I think, tired and anxious. I think there was a lot of like emotion and pressure on the day anyway, just being that he's one and there was a lot going on. But we did have the mornings like the three of us, I brought balloons and like this big gold one balloon and we like sat in bed and you know, that was really amazing. And then we took him out to both Joe's parents and my parents came up to see him. And then we took him out to a diner for breakfast because the kid needed his pancakes. And we went with Joe's brother, his wife and their kid. So like he got to be with his cousin for breakfast. It was amazing. However, then like, obviously there's a lot going on in graduation and it's Kate's day and I wanted it to be Kate's day. And I am so happy that we were all there to celebrate. The one thing that was hard for me is that I felt I wasn't really with Liam like during the day for his birthday. And that's to no one's fault whatsoever. I hold no, like I'm not blaming anyone for this. It's just, you know, that's how the day went. I get it. That was what was in store. Emotionally me, I kept having to just remind myself like we have tomorrow to celebrate. We have tomorrow. You will spend tomorrow with him. I just am obsessed with him. And I don't know if that's healthy, um, but when I spend, I, I just am addicted to spending time with him. And it's something that I'm going to have to dive into maybe in a different episode because with work, it's becoming confusing for me because I only want to spend time with him and I do have deadlines and I have to get stuff done and I've been kind of not great at getting things done when I need to. Um, but I think that was the one hard thing for me was just like I was missing him a lot. Because we were just running all over the place, which I'm so happy we did. I'm so happy we got to do all of this stuff. But those were my emotions on the day. Um, and then we didn't end up getting home until 930 because the graduation took a while, I think. Kate actually said this, and I think she's completely right. Because the graduation was the first time they've done it in two years, I think people like forgot how to do these things. Like it was the first or maybe they did it last year. I don't know. I think it was the first full-blown one. And it just like went really long. So everything was pushed back a little bit. And we were just kind of like, fuck it with Liam's schedule. There was nothing we could do. And then there was so much traffic. And so we're kind of thinking like, okay, Liam, you know what? We'll give him his last bottle in the car. 
he'll sleep in the car and then we'll transfer him. Well, the issue with having a kid who is, I don't know if the word is sleep drained because I saw a TikTok the other day that actually kind of pissed me off. Um, that made me feel like a bad mom for doing methods of like getting our child to sleep, even though I felt wildly comfortable with them. Um, I don't know if he's sleep trained. I don't know if that's the word, but he sleeps very well in his room. Okay. Like naps, you put him down, you walk away. He puts himself to sleep. He sleeps his full nap. He sleeps through the night. But outside of that, he's not great at falling asleep or staying asleep because he's like, where the fuck am I? This isn't my room. And I get it. I don't like sleeping anywhere. I like my room. Um, So he did not, in fact, fall asleep in the car seat. All he wanted to do, thank God he wasn't crying. All he wanted to do was just like babble and play with my hair and play with his feet. And then literally, you guys, I shit you not, the second we get out of the Holland Tunnel, so when we have five to seven minutes left in our drive, he passes out. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding. So I actually did the transfer that kept him asleep Joe went and parked the car and I had him asleep. I had him asleep. We opened the door and Charlie loses his mind because the apartment was dark. It was late. He hadn't seen us in over 24 hours. Freaked the hell out. And of course he woke up. Eventually he went back to bed. But now we're on Sunday, okay? I don't know why any of that mattered to you, but here we are. When I don't have a script, this is what happens. You guys are going to DM me and be like, please stop doing shows like this. But we woke up on Sunday and this was when I was like, this is exactly what I always dreamed of for his birthday. So I guess my advice to anyone out there who's like kid is about to have a big birthday or whatever, think about what really matters to you and make sure that you have time to do that. And it doesn't have to be on the exact day. As I just told you, ours wasn't and that's fine. But like for me, I really wanted the three of us to have time in our space, dancing, having fun, laughing, cuddling, and like doing our family traditions. Like that is what's important to me and Joe. And that is what we love the most. So Sunday morning we woke up, we got him up, we cuddled in bed, we gave him his bottle, and then we went to Blackstone to do our like weekend ritual of getting coffee and bagels for him. And we came home and had this big breakfast and played music and danced. And like, that is my dream. Like that is my dream life. I'm not going to lie. I am very, very, very fulfilled by the very simple things. And by simple things, I mean time and like quality time. Quality time is my love language. That is actually, I always say words of affirmation are my love language, but I, I do think quality time is like that is what brings me so much freaking joy. That is what makes me so happy. That is what grounds me. That is everything to me. So having that time was so important. And then we had to get ready for the party. And this is the other thing I want to talk about. So I've been like figuring out how to say this. And I guess I should call my mom and ask her opinion on like whether I'm hurting her feelings. And I don't think I am because I, well, this isn't like news to her, I guess we could say. And I also think that this is like, unfortunately, very, very common based on everyone in my life and the conversations we have. Historically, growing up when it was time for an event or a party or a holiday, um, shit turned manic in our household. It was high stress, high anxiety, lots of fighting, just tensions were high. I think that's the saying. 
it it was just a lot. Um, and as I've gotten older, I've had the conversation with my mom where I'm like, why do we do this if it's not enjoyable? Like that is what doesn't totally make sense to me. Um, and in her defense, like she really enjoys aspects of it. So it is enjoyable overall to her. To her. But for me, it's, I really like low energy things, a lower relaxed vibe, especially as I've gotten older and like dealt with certain things when it comes to mental health. And so Joe and I have talked about this a lot as we, I guess it was after we got married and like as we were thinking about having a family and now that we have a family, how we want our traditions to look. And specifically around holidays, like we want them to be low asks. We want them to be enjoyable. We want them to be relaxed. We want them to be fun and uplifting. And obviously I think that's what everyone wants, but I think it can get lost in the execution of things. And for me, what I've personally witnessed and what I know a lot of people in my life have witnessed is it gets lost in the actual actual execution when it comes to getting ready and like the day of, right? I posted a TikTok about this and I'll use you guys as my examples. Like the comments were like, oh my God, it's mom, it's manic mom time. Or like they were like, we had a song for my mom every day of a party because she was a lunatic. Like people have experienced this. So if you know, you know. If you don't, way to go to your parents. Um, so this has always been something that I specifically have been hell bent on. And this is also the topic that we talk about a lot on here, but also with Joe and I, like there are things from our childhood that are absolutely freaking amazing. And I am so blessed to have experienced everything in my childhood, but there are some things that Joe and I really both take from our childhood that we want to continue, that we want to bring into Liam's childhood, that we want to maintain. And then of course there are things that we're like, hey, I don't love the way that was done and I'd like to do it this way. And look, Liam's gonna have the exact same experience. Every person is. No one is going to do it 100% right 100% of the time. So I know that Liam, in however many years, is going to be like, well, I didn't like how my mom did this, so I want to do it that way. I wonder what those things are. Let's report back. We will get Liam on the show maybe one. Oh, my God. That was so weird. I just thought about what that would look like. Like Liam talking to me. Fuck. Okay. Sorry. ADD. But wow. Anyway. I've been hell-bent on that for a while, as has Joe. So today was a great test because I historically have not always been great at this. Like, even though I want to be a certain way, I don't always execute it. And when I think back to, like, the holiday parties that Joe and I threw years ago, like, I know I was a maniac, but I do think I'm in a very different mindset now. So this was a test for us. And we went into the day being like, all right, let's see if we can do this. And we one of the main ways that I wanted to be able to execute this, and I think it's really important to set yourself up for success, is I wanted this party to be low effort. It was not low, well, I guess it was low maintenance. It wasn't like nothing because there were more than 50 people here. So it was a big party. But I wanted it to be low maintenance and low effort from everyone's perspective, whether you were involved in hosting or you were attending. So when it came to hosting, I decided I'll be in charge of decorations. Joe, you're in charge of food and booze. So I did like the card. I sent it out on paperless post. I decided that we were going to do basketball themed. 
with obviously Joe's input and that was not a not a hard sell whatsoever um and then I decided for decorations, we were just going to do a few like basketball things and Liam stuff. So I printed out all of these photos of Liam over the past year. I got like a piece of twine or whatever and like paper clips, I think, or they were paper clips, whatever, something like that, clips. And I clipped all the photos to the twine and then I just hung it over our TV. So like in the main room and I got, and I'll try to link like everything in one thing and I'll put it in the show notes. Um, and then I really wanted like some balloon thing for basketball and Liam. And of course my mom, my mom follows like all of the LA influencers. I don't know why, but like the high end LA influencer, you know who I'm talking about. If you like follow any of them who I could not be more different from in, in certain ways and parties being one of them. And they literally are throwing elaborate weddings and that's their prerogative. That's they do whatever the hell they want to do. They're probably looking at my party being like, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? But for me, that is my version of a nightmare because that just seems so overwhelming and it's not my vibe. So I'm not going to set myself up for that. Um, But my mom is like, well, are you getting a balloon installation? I'm like, Cindy, this, this is not what you're seeing on the gram, honey. But I did I did, in fact, get a balloon installation in my mind on Etsy. I found this thing, this like banner. It was basically like one of those things that you do for the bachelorette parties. And it was like Liam's rookie year. And I got some basketball balloons. So I blew that up. But I will say, and if you've done this for a bachelorette, you know, those things, like I broke so many of the balloons trying to stick the straw into them to blow them up. So half of it was deflated, but whatever. I don't know if you could even tell. No one said anything. And I don't really even care because you could still read it. So we had something that said Liam's rookie year across our window. And then I got like a gold one balloon and some basketballs. Also, so many of you responded being like, tell me this. You see that this looks like a dick. And of course I do. And thank you for having a perverted mind like I do. And I hung that in the other room. And then I got like this I am one with basketball kind of thing that I hung on his um, high chair for when we did cake. And I'm a little pissed off, not gonna lie. The part of it fell off and no one told me while we were doing the cake that it was not on. Lucy was like right up front. I'm like, Lucy, you couldn't have just said this entire thing fell off. Let's just quickly retape it, but whatever. Um, And then my mom brought party hats, of course. And so then for food, we wanted low ask, very simple. Joe ordered a bunch of pizzas from Joe's Pizza. They were bomb.com. Our friend has a charcuterie like company, Perry's Platter. Shout out if you're in the Tri-State area and you want a charcuterie board. Um, she brought a few. And then Cindy and Judd, of course, provided booze. They just had like two, a bucket in each room of wine, beer, high noons, and seltzer. And yes, this was the first time I was in like close proximity of a lot of high noons being someone who doesn't drink. And it was interesting. There was a moment where I was like, oh God, I miss that. And then I was like, do I? I don't know. I don't think I miss it more than I would miss being this happy. And again, this is a conversation I'm having with my therapist and it'll have to be a whole other podcast, but it doesn't have to be that black and white. She's like, I don't want you to think that like, if you drink, you're going to lose all this happiness. Like if you drink one time, that's not how this works. She's like, also, I'm not trying to encourage you to drink. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be black and white. Okay. Tangent over. We'll get back to that in another episode. My mind is so fucking terrifying. Um, Back to the party. So those were the decorations, the food, the booze. We had the best cake. This person, Allie cuts the cake. She's amazing. She did my 30th birthday. I'll link her in the show notes. First of all, the cake is so 
fucking good. We did a gluten-free funfetti with like vanilla frosting and it's amazing. But we decorated them as basketballs. So one was a small, like softer one for Liam and it said one. And then the other one said Liam and that was for everyone because I didn't want him to like destroy the one that we were all going to eat. The cake moment was great. Like obviously I would have loved him to like full fledged, like shove his fucking face in there and really get in. That didn't happen, but he absolutely loved it. It was actually his first time having sugar. I realized like he really hasn't had it, but at first he like took a piece and like ate it and threw it on the ground, which he always does because he loves throwing food on the ground. And then he realized he liked it and he was going ham and it was delicious. So party wise, oh God, I got to go back. Okay. The preparation the day of me deciding I'm not going to cause manic. Also, I really hope you guys can't hear the construction in the background because there is a drill literally in the apartment right above us, it sounds like. Um, so that day, Joe and I, all we had to do was like get the decorations ready Make sure we had the pizza and clean the entire apartment because it was not looking too good. Um, but we said, we're going to have fun. We're going to dance. We're going to play music. There's not going to be arguing. There's not going to be fights. There's not going to be short tempers. There's not going to be yelling. This is going to be an enjoyable experience and it is all focused on Liam. And I'm so fucking proud of us because we did just that. We had so much fun. We danced our way through decorating. We were playing with him the whole time. When he napped, we got done some of like the more logistical things that we couldn't do really like while he was up if we both need to do it and one of us couldn't watch him. And it was just so fun. And then at like 1.30, we put him down. I had to decide what I was going to wear. I had to shower. We decided what Liam was going to wear. It was actually perfect because we hadn't picked an outfit yet for him. And for his birthday and for Christmas, since he has no idea what gifts are, what he's getting, Joe and I wanted, we do like separate gifts and we surprise the other person with them. So that way there's at least like some fun surprise. And Joe got him two like Nike matching sets that are so adorable. And one of them was so freaking cute since it was basketball themed party. We were like, he has to wear this today. So he wore one of his sets. I wore this new dress that I'm absolutely obsessed with from Abercrombie. I'll also link it in the show notes. I have so much to link in these show notes. Um, but I was really proud of us. It was honestly just a great freaking day getting ready. There was no stress, no yelling, nothing. And... Everyone came. We had about 50 people and like probably 10-ish kids. It was so much fucking fun. Like if there was the party I could have imagined, all of my people, like it was just awesome. I was high on life. I just feel so blessed that so many people in my life love our child so much. Like to see people who are my closest friends from high school and my closest friends from college and my new mom friends and like just everyone from all walks of life in one room giving our child so much love. It's really remarkable. And I feel so incredibly blessed and privileged that this is our reality. And look, this has not been the easiest year from a standpoint of our world, it's been a terrifying year. Um, from the standpoint of my mental health, it's also been a bit of a terrifying year. Not recently, but there were some dark moments in that year. And I know I was very open about not enjoying a lot of the experiences when it came to pregnancy and postpartum. And I know some people 
take that as complaining. Some people really appreciate the honest truth. I don't know where you fall on that spectrum, but if you're listening to this, for some reason, you're still here. So you stuck with me through those times and I really appreciate it because I know parts of it must not have been enjoyable. And to be on the other side and to feel so happy is really fucking remarkable. And it all just felt like a celebration of everything yesterday, of the fact that Joe and I kept this human alive for a year, that we've deepened our relationship in so many ways, that we love each other more than we ever could have imagined, that like he is the father I always knew he would be and I'm the mom that he always knew I would be and that we have this child who we are just sheerly and utterly obsessed with. Um, it, it was just the perfect ending to this past year. And I'm just really excited. I'm so, I cannot believe that it is summer. Like what the hell? How is it Memorial Day weekend? But I'm so excited. And yeah, here's to many more low maintenance, chill, enjoyable and fun events, parties and holidays in the future. Thank you for listening to the most random podcast episode we have ever put out. I think. If you're still here, I love you so much. Um, If any part of you actually really enjoyed this, let me know. Maybe we'll do a few more. And also, if you want to be kind with your constructive criticism, send it my way because I do take constructive criticism well as long as it includes the constructive aspect. Um, Thank you so much for listening and fuck it. Let's have an amazing summer. I love this Freckled Foodie family. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I love doing this more than anything in the world. If you could be so kind as to rate and or review the show, share a screenshot on your Instagram story, whatever you feel like doing to show some love, I would really appreciate it. Obviously follow at Pod on Instagram and me at Freckled Foodie for more content. Thank you for being a part of the FF fam and I hope you have a wonderful day.